0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Exhausted Educators Podcast. Please click in and join us. Of all things education, teacher burnout, stories, how people are surviving out there. So, please like, share, and follow on all your podcasting outlets. Welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, the new brand of the Exhausted Educator podcast. I got tired of the old brand, so we went to something new. My name is Silas Knowles. There I am. So it is Friday. Um, The life of schools and everything else is just so wonderful. Uh, It is Friday afternoon. As you can see, I am in my domain. We have the uh, arcade stand-ups behind me still. So great for classroom management, let me tell you. If you find them at Walmart, pretty cheap. Uh, so today or this week, we have a special guest on the show who kind of specializes in what the Exhausted Educators podcast is all about. So talking about, you know, what we go through, what we endure, and how to like com- combat it from a uh, mental aspect, a planning aspect, uh, hence a nutrition aspect, a lot of different things that we can definitely do. So. I'm going to give you the greatest intro ever because this is technically how I go into every period of the day because I teach high school. So come on, you have to, you know, you have to be a little bit more, uh, a little bit more hard-nosed nowadays. Uh, I forgive me. I have not updated the graphic, so it has the old graphic on the intro, but you'll get what I mean. So we'll come back and we'll introduce our guest. The following
1: contest is scheduled for one phone. <laughs> Introducing first. Weighing in tonight at 0.17 metric tons, with the top end Stevenson. Grado! Ladies and gentlemen, the dominant in the world of professional wrestling. what, what what's going on here?
0: You got to stick out in this podcasting world. So what I got for you, let me, you know what? I have to tell you guys, I cannot give this lady enough introduction. So you know what? What we're going to do, I'm going to let her do it herself. So with the purpose-driven action, we're going to talk to Lisa Tobin. How are you doing, Lisa, all the way out in good old Missouri?
1: I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much, Silas, for having me on.
0: Of course. So before we get started, you are Lisa Tobin. You are the Elevate King of the internet, of the airways. Because when you put in Lisa Tobin into the web browser and you put in, you just go Lisa Tobin, all sorts of stuff comes up especially on the video side so we we know you're in education but real quick do you want to introduce everyone and let them know what you do in this wonderful world for our students
1: yes so i am a special education teacher i that was that is what i've done my entire career um uh, this is year 19 for me. The past 18 years, I have been in the classroom. This is my first year outside of the classroom. I get to help new special education t- teachers to our school district. Um, so I mentor them and um, instructional coach, all of that stuff. And yeah, it's great. It's 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 so fun. Um, So I actually, I feel like I have a unique story because I have spent 16 of those 18 years here in the same school district, Lincoln County R3 School District, fantastic school district. Um, And I started in the elementary school and then I was in the middle school and then I ended up in the high school. So I was very fortunate to have some of those kids in elementary school and then again in middle school and then get to watch them walk across the stage in high school.
0: That's awesome.
1: It's it's awesome because you get to see things come full circle. And being a teacher in the community that I live in, it's really cool to see my past students out in the community working and running into them at Walmart when they are on the job and Kroger, it, it is like you have to play an extra time. <laughs> um, But it's great, you know, just seeing them successful, post secondary, because that's what we want for them. We want them to be successful after they leave us.
0: Of course. And but I don't know, I mean, if I'm at Jewel or Mariano's or something, and I'm getting some eggs, you know, I just, you know, hey, Mr. Dolls. I, <laughs> uh, I just I check my bag real quick. And I'm just like, Okay, is there anything in here he shouldn't see?
1: Uh, yes. But, did you I have to for, in accordingly.
0: Like, did I go to the liquor department first? I need to go there last. I don't know. I just don't want that rumor to get out. We saw Mr. Knoll with a whole bunch of stuff. So, but that's, that's awesome and everything else. So when it comes to exhaustion and it comes to what we do, I mean, it's a Friday. You're at your classroom. I'm in mine. And we're tidying up after the day. I mean, how is it? I mean, how is your burnout versus like it seems like the world is burnt out right now. I mean, what's your viewpoint on like the teacher burnout rate as it stands right now?
1: Um, well, I probably have a little bit of unpopular opinion when it comes to teacher burnout. I this, is,
0: this is the place to do yes. it. please.
1: I 100 percent get it. I, I'm a special education teacher and, you know, being in the world for the past 19 years, I have found myself on multiple occasions saying that question, that burnout question, what can I do instead of? Mm -hmm. Um, I think year, um, well, it was 2017, 2018. That was actually the year that I was not going to, like I was done teaching in that that, that school year. Um, I had it in my head I was done teaching. I feel like that burnout that I was experiencing right then was preparing me for the 2020, 20, the um, 2020, 2021 school year. That was another, um, another era where I felt it. But I, you know, from learning from the 2017, 2018 year and the years after that, I was able like, we're presenting we're presented hard situations to help us learn something like they're kind of assignments to help us learn something about ourselves and help others so you know reflecting back to the time where i spent a whole in 2017 a whole semester um interviewing outside of education but still in education because i love teaching so much really it, i i learned skills then to recognize when i was starting when i'm starting to feel burnt out and to develop strategies to help pull me out because our work is so important, and I know that this is this is this is my calling is to be a teacher. It's what I'm good at. It's what I've always loved. And even when I was looking at different jobs, it was still in education. It just wasn't in the school setting.
0: So is, I mean, which is which is awesome. And I mean, I think we've all yeah had that like that that break moment, like. Oh my God, Mm -hmm. should I stay? Should I go? And, and everything else. And it's just, I'm, I'm glad I stayed. I mean, but it's it's sometimes it got rough for a little while for a lot of us. It got, it got really bad.
1: I, and you know, and I, I think it does get really bad. And, and if it's not for you anymore, it's not for you anymore. And I think that's okay. You know what I mean? Like it's a to take whatever path is going to fill your purpose. And I think it's important to be able to recognize that. So um, I'm going to just kind of flash it back a little bit more to my story, if that's OK, um, just to piece it all, t- all together. Sure. Not a problem. So um, 2012 was a, a traumatic year for me. Um, I had lost my dad to cancer, and I, I, had, a, I had a, a I had a baby uh, what 10 days after he passed. So with that, I never, like my whole pregnancy was taking care of my dad, taking him to his treatments, um, all of that stuff. So I never really had time to process the horrificness of watching your father go through cancer been losing him and i never really had time to go through that whole grievance process because i had a baby right after that and then i had a toddler too i had a three-year-old plus a brand new baby plus i had my classroom i was still trying to manage so i you know i was literally on survival mode so i think you know how like grief is one of those emotions that if you don't allow yourself to go through it comes out and it comes out pretty angry. So I think, and yes, there was a huge time span between 2012 and 2017. But, you know, with motherhood and parenting, that's when my children were starting to get a little bit older, where it wasn't as demanding as having a three year old plus a brand new baby. So I think my root of my problem with my burnout was not allowing myself in that time to process through it so i was experiencing anxiety i i mean we all can relate to the anxiety of what we're going to face when we walk into the school um and i would i would get to work early to sit in my car for about 10 minutes to talk myself into going in and then it got so bad where i i was really having trouble like trying to focus on trying to get stuff done or even starting something, much less finishing it because my anxiety was so high. So I thought something was the matter with me because I'm like, this isn't normal for me. Like I'm a, I'm a, a go-getter, I'm a doer, you know, I get stuff done. Um, so that's that year I, I was on LinkedIn and I was networking and I was networking with publishing companies because I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Like just all of the stress with this, but and I blamed my job. I blame my job when really it was me needing to process through some emotions and take care of myself. So with all of that and then some doors closing, um, I had lots of good interviews and I made it to like the second the second place runner up to um, landing like what I thought at the time was my dream job. Um, So that door closed so then i was like okay well there's something the matter with me if i'm not like i can't do like day-to-day things so i made a doctor's appointment i'm not a doctor person because of going through all of that stuff with my dad so i did just like a regular google search and found a practitioner took my insurance and they went and um probably like i mean it was like a life-changing moment because she listened to me and you know she empathized with me and she pretty much told me i needed to start taking care of myself so she told me i need to start eating better i needed to start moving my body more i needed to plug into my faith more and i needed to plug into some personal development and um so then i'm like are you kidding me like my my plate's already full how am i going to do all of this extra stuff on top of that and she prescribed me some medication and sent me on my way. However, I tried the medication and, you know, it just, it really made me feel worse. And I think that, I I think subconsciously that was her trick, you know. um, You tricked me. Yeah, So, so it's like, okay, you know, it, it's, it's time to start doing some work, like do the hard work. And that's when I really started learning how to build in those healthy habits into my day. And, you know, um, before in the past, I was the person who would start something, you know, like going to the gym or running or, you know, a home workout or whatever to stop doing it when you get busy or, you know, you just don't feel like doing it. Then to start back up like around the end of March because summer was coming, you know? And going from that, like that mindset of I'm doing this to look good to now, like I, I'm, I, I've been able to maintain the healthy habits because it helps me feel good. So, I mean, like I have to have, I have to move my body in the morning. Um, I do gratitude in the morning just like those little simple things because it really sets my day up for success. And, um, you know, helps me reflect on things in the gratitude, which I'm like a kind of a snarky person sometimes too, where if somebody told me to do gratitude, I'd probably roll my eyes at them because like, are you kidding me? Like what? But, um, it really does work just like simple stuff. So, you know, like, with learning those kinds of things and how to build it into my day without taking away from my day and then taking those skills and bringing them into my classroom too has really been game changer.
0: So that's that's, that's a that's a, that's story. a story. That's <laughs> a story. Well first things first thank you for staying in education. I mean oh. thank you for thank you for staying. I mean that's number 1 and number 2 I think it's important that and that's why I reached out to you in the first place I think it's important that you shared that story because it's just like you know you have so much to offer when it comes to everybody and you know you say this is a work in progress i really don't think it's a work in progress i think it's like it's done but i mean but you have so much stuff this is for everyone just and and i know this is an audio and video or uh, podcast this is t o e b b e n t-o-e-b-b-e-n.com to visit her and you could see that on her your podcast. I mean, you got your own podcast, you got coaching, you got workshops, your own blog. I mean, talk to us about like where this all erupted from because this was just you. You told me this is a work in progress. I'm like, no, it's not. I'm like, mine's a work in progress. This is done. I'm like, You're, you have this awesome this awesome website. So I mean, what's going on with LisaTobin.com and what what can people see when they go there?
1: Well, I think he, for for educators, it is so important. Like I I feel like the foundation for staying in the profession is taking care of yourself. And I know that we hear this over and over again. I feel like self care is such a burned out term, but if you can figure out how to build those healthy habits into your day, whatever works for you, like. I have found love in the gym recently, where before I was a basement person and then I went through a phase (sighs) where I was just walking and it was through like my second burn, like my second really big burnout phase where I just went to walking just because that's a huge stress reliever in itself. And then I was a runner for a little bit, but I feel like as teachers, if we can really build in some type of healthy habits into our day without take, without making it feel like something extra. Because if it feels like something extra, you're not going to do it. You're going to be able to be that teacher that either you want to be or that, you, you, that you're created to be. Because without that defining year of 2017, 2018, I could not have been the teacher that I needed to be for the students that I had when I went to my next transition to high school, if that makes any kind of sense. It does. No, like really just looking back and even like reconnecting with some of the former students, there's no way that I could have been the person that they needed at that time without going through that, the trauma, that traumatic time space that I did.
0: I mean, and definitely, I mean, for anyone, I mean, definitely it's, it's awesome that you're able to pull out of that. I mean, Lord knows I mean I have four children and I know I mean I'm, I'm you know I'm a put a put a kicker out there I know when a woman has a baby that hormones are going crazy uh-huh. and I know that you have to have at least a 6 foot radius away from your wife like soon after and on top of that dealing with your dad I mean that's just, yeah. that was that was just a double like you know it's like ugh. and i'm I'm, thank god God bless your husband because i'm sure he was a very patient man
1: well yes and i remember him saying like through that time period like i just want my happy wife back you know because like when i got home i had this baby and my house looks like a funeral home because we have all of the flowers and the plants and everything in my house and it's just like you know
0: It's like you want to make sure it gets it gets going again, and that's yeah. And that's the thing; it's just you have to look at it now. You you by just the looks of your website, you are a planner guru. <laughs> you are a planner guru of some source. Now that brings us to down here, where you talk about elevate your vibe planner. So just wow. to let everyone know, by the way, if you're just tuning in, guys, we're talking with Lisa Tobin. Uh, elevate your vibe uh, Tobin.com. we're talking about her um, her pretty much her her footprint in the world of education and her footprint in basically getting past that burnout and getting past everything else and really trying to get to a thing past teacher burnout to be able to understand that there is you know that second that that wall you hit while you're running and that and that light at the end of the tunnel kind of thing and then you got this thing called elevate your vibe and you can just to, just to put the prep out there, you can buy it on Amazon right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, Amazon is, you know, just a wonderful place right now, but you know, sometimes it, you go through, this is something you want to try and take a look at, but what is elevate your vibe action planning with purpose?
1: Okay. So this was created. So
0: <laughs> she I, has it prepped. She's yes.
1: a <laughs> I live it. I live in my planner. I, I live in it so um that year where that 2017 2018 year when i went to the doctor all of that stuff and i had to learn skills to take care of myself and you know put me first and build in those healthy habits one big thing was organization all right so this actually started um off of I was using like post-it notes and then I found like some website where I could make kind of like um like a I had like these sheets that had time spaces in it kind of like you know you go to the salon or whatever the little appointment books even though everybody used computers now, but that's kind of what the gist of it was but and I looked everywhere and I couldn't find one that a planner that would that started when I wanted to start my day So I found this website where I could kind of generate my own time spaces. So that's how it all started was from sticky notes and then the staple pieces of paper. I would write like my my weekly goal, the one thing that I wanted to do that week to make myself proud. That was the time where I would schedule in when I was going to get my workout or my daily movement and when I was going to do my gratitude, when I was going to read some personal development or listen to a podcast or whatever that might be. And, and then from there, I had taken that and then um, Journal Like a Pirate came out. So then I was sketching it all in that. And then a stress reliever for me, okay? Like drawing stuff out all the time the same thing that I needed over and over again in my mind. Not not everybody's like this because there are people that love doing the bullet journal type thing that is not for a personality like mine, <laughs> um, because I feel like it's a waste of time if I got to keep drawing it out. So um, so then I decided to teach myself how to design it in on my computer. Mm-hmm. And then I had put it on my iPad. So then I had like a, a digital type planner. Well, then I didn't like that because then I couldn't like flip to see like my little mindset tools that I had like throughout like my week. And then from that, I'm like, okay, so I'm this is like I'm in high school now and I'm listening to students in like IEP meetings talking about like their struggles in classes. And then I'm like, oh, my gosh, I have those struggles, too. (laughs) I totally get what you're talking about. And then just, like, working um, working with the – because, like, in, in my school, I start high school with a group, and then they're with me. They're, I'm, I'm case manager for them throughout their whole high school career. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, listening to them and watching them, like, with projects, I'm like, we're all just getting lost here in time space. That's what's happening. So then I took pieces of that and used, that, used it with my students. And then Darren Pepper had reached out, and he, you know – to just kind of see what i had going on and i was like oh yeah by the way i have like this digital thing that i made and then he was like oh this is great so then this came to life and actually my sister designed the cover of it mm-hmm. and she did my website too so
0: good job sister
1: She has, <laughs> that just relaxing for her i think so <laughs> <laughs> so no. yeah she she i mean it's absolutely beautiful
0: so And and just just to make sure we're making everyone happy, Darren Pepper, Road to Awesomeness, Dave yes. Burgess, Journal Like a Pirate.
1: Uh-huh. What up,
0: guys? We love you. So please visit them. Dave Burgess Publishing, Darren Pepper, Road to Awesomeness. I believe he's with Codebreaker?
1: Um, I, he's, he's his own now.
0: He's his um, own now? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Darren Pepper, look him up, Road to Awesomeness, great book definitely something if you're an educator if you don't know who those people are what are you doing what rock Mm -hmm. are you underneath so but that's that's definitely awesome i mean with coming from that and everything else and on top of that on top of all that you do you also collaborated on something of a blue book just recently yeah of the guys our friends at pushing boundaries where You've talked about, and I know I don't have a picture with you in it, but I have mine. (laughs) So I wrote chapter 25. This is now available, ladies and gentlemen, 400 pages of authors just like us talking about all the things school leaders should stop doing. So did you order your book?
1: Yes. And when (laughs) is it coming? Um, I hopefully soon. Sometimes my Amazon is a day behind everybody else's. So
0: (laughs) I might be here tomorrow, but 400 pages. So what not to give away too much because we want people to buy the book Uh what is your chapter on?
1: so my chapter is um talking trash talking your colleagues Mm.
0: interesting so (laughs) So, where did that where did that come from i'm I'm assuming you might have a little experience for people were trash talking you yes
1: well i mean we've all trash talked at some point right i mean we we have to be honest here and
0: we gotta um,
1: be honest we all have and you know in in my chapter i talk a little bit about my beginning years of teaching and then you know i feel like my second burnout period was wasn't really like my workload or the students it was more of the adults and the talk that um that was like that was just like the icing on the cake as far as like okay I, right. Something's gotta change. Like something's gotta change. So, so yeah. <laughs>
0: that's that's awesome. I mean, that's the thing. That's coming out. I think. Do you think that this particular book is gonna ruffle some feathers out there?
1: Probably. Cause, yeah, because I'm kind of nervous about my chapter.
0: <laughs> it's like all of a sudden you go into your your admin's office. You're just like, oh, I see you got some reading material. Um, <laughs> did you read all the way through? <laughs> no, not yet. Okay. And what's your chapter number? Is, is it, is uh, it-
1: it's 26. It was like, one- Oh, you're right after me. Hey, yeah.
0: <laughs> you're right after me. It's just like, you know, so it's just like, uh, I've only gotten through the first four. It's like when you get to about the twenties, jump to 30 and just come back later because it'll take a while because the first book took a while to highlight. So, I mean, and then and I think it's going to be something where, you know, it's going to ruffle some feathers, but people need to hear it. I mean, we need to we need to talk about some of these. Yeah.
1: And, you know, I think, too, like, I mean, just as humans, we all find ourselves like going back to those like habits Mm -hmm. or, you know, toxic traits. I mean, because we're human and it one thing can spark something else but i just think it's important to be like aware because even you know sometimes i'll catch myself like thinking something and then i'll start to text a friend i'm like no (laughs) no like just think it and then move past it
0: so it's definitely definitely something last to talk about because i want to make sure you get the the love of the podcasting world what is she elevates
1: okay so that's been on pause actually for just a oh
0: moment. i didn't know that <laughs> no,
1: that's okay so um so yeah so we started a podcast and um, um when did i start that i think maybe 2019 so we kind of went through the the 2020 era and um And yeah, so it's just an uplifting thing. I had some really cool interviews on there just from some people that I had met on social media. Um, So one of them, you know, and it was just really highlighting their stories and not all of them are educators. A majority of them are. Like uh, Ashley Higgins, mom of two, she was a teacher and then she is now working in the, the NICU As like an events coordinator um in kansas city so yeah and so she talks about her her story with her two preemie babies and just how you know the power of connections and what she needed to pull through that and then i had um lauren fast on and she's actually a lincoln county a local native and she um she talks about when the rug of stability is pulled out from under you and how to like pull yourself up from that so so yeah, just a, a variety and it's been on my mind to kind of get that back going. Saying,
0: are we seeing something <laughs> being rejuvenated to come? Yes, back to I think
1: so. So my biggest roadblock right now is internet access at my Yeah, own. we've
0: discussed we've discussed this. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: it went from good, like really good where I could do stuff at home. And then we had the sprint to mobile merge, and then I don't know what happened and it's it's very difficult in rural missouri right now
0: <laughs> yeah i mean you yeah. live in like is it and it's not a bad thing but you live in like booney missouri right yeah
1: i mean yeah Yeah.
0: I mean, so it's like, I mean, how does that work? I mean, with like cable and everything. I mean, do you all have satellite or whatever? I mean. Yes.
1: So we do have satellite. Um, Satellite internet does not work. And what's funny is you say that because I just, somebody was like, well, you tried this internet company because they um, specialize in rural areas. So I typed in my address and they don't come out to my house. So. The line
0: is right here, ma'am. We can't go past this line. I know, it's like district, it's like redistricting is like you can't. No, it's you crazy. can't. Live, you can't be here.
1: Gateway stops like five miles from my house. It's like five miles. Like let's just keep, keep it going. Let's go.
0: It's like the pizza delivery. It's like no, we can't deliver to you. I'm sorry, ma'am. You need to call the next town over thirty miles. I'm sorry. It's
1: like the roads are like. I don't even have a gravel road that comes to my house. It's all paved now. So. <laughs>
0: Jeez. So when it comes to Lisa and when it comes to everything you got going on, what's next?
1: What's next? Um, Well, right now, I I really because I think I have enough space in between those those really hard years and being in the position that I am in school. I'm realizing now that like my past experiences, like I can really help people. And like, act of service is my love language. Like, just let me help you. <laughs> you know, especially if it's something that I know I can help you, and just let me help you. But I have a group coaching program that is um, that is going to be starting in January, and it's a private Facebook group, and we are going to be focusing on building in not all at one time if you're not ready, because we like it's all about those little steps. Five, what I call it, five to thrive in the new year. So and that is getting steps in, because I feel like people think like, oh, my gosh, I need to like do this big workout program to get healthy or to to lose whatever weight, if that's what their goal is. Mm -hmm. Um, When really moving your body and just getting steps in and walking, I feel like it's discredited so much because it is so good for you. I mean, it's a stress reliever. It lowers your cortisol, but getting eight thousand to ten thousand steps in a day. Um, eating a healthy breakfast, reading the personal development, doing the great daily gratitude, and then drinking water. So I mean, a hydrated teacher is a healthy teacher, right?
0: <laughs> I can't have an I mean, it's just then people ask like, why do you go to the bathroom so much? Like, yeah. I drink a lot of water
1: Watered. yeah, I mean, it keeps us healthy. And I feel like those those skills are the foundation to feeling good, and if you don't feel good, you can't feel good in the classroom. And, you know, if your brain's foggy from whatever else, if you don't have that solid start or finish to your day, or just even taking that time, that little bit of time for you, it's, I mean, that's that's what leads to burnout, right? Like, when I do my workshops, that's the the thing that I say, like, I don't really feel like there's a such thing as work-life balance. Like, I've never been able to figure that out, But when I'm not feeling balanced, that's when I'm not doing stuff for me or, you know, at least one thing a day for me. And I I feel like that's how you achieve that feeling is by plugging in or doing something for you at least every day.
0: So, I mean, definitely, definitely. I mean, it just, you need to get out and move around. I mean, especially with us teachers, I I put in 5,000 steps just walking around, just doing what I do every day. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, you know, with people who work behind a desk or,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I mean, and I'm sure you've seen these people in your building. I mean, have you seen these people that don't really like get up and teach? They just sit by their desk and teach. Is just like, you're not putting, it's like, I get steps just walking around my room just yeah. over and over. And it's just like, that's what you have to do. It's just, you know, that's easy mm-hmm. to put steps in and, you know, get get your health on. It's just, and it's yeah thing, so... But Lisa, I'm always mindful of people's time. So, social media. Where can we find you? What where, where can people contact you if they would like to speak with you?
1: Um, I'm probably the most active on Instagram.
0: So, why is Instagram your go-to?
1: Why is it? Um, I feel like I have more control over my feed <laughs> on Instagram, <laughs> and I think when I first started my my journey, that's where I built. I guess the little community that i have there Mm -hmm. um so what is is
0: your instagram handle
1: lisa underscore tobin
0: (laughs) congratulations on keeping your name i mean lord knows everyone's just like the real like the real lisa tobin or at least it's just me no i know but if someone takes your name name, then you have to like you know i always like it i i I interview i'm do you know who chad dumas is
1: I think so. Yes, I yeah. do. So <laughs> I
0: interviewed him. I'm, he'll be on. By the way, everyone, Chad Dumas will be on the podcast. So <laughs> he'll be dropping on an audio link this weekend. Uh, but he, I asked. I asked him just like, so what's your, you know, what's your social media? He's like, well, I'm at Chad Dumas. I'm like, congratulations. I'm like, you just, <laughs> you got your name. It's like that's yes. that's so hard to do nowadays. It's like everyone wants to impersonate everybody else and do everything for everybody else. So, but Lisa, I mean, there's there's, I mean. We got, we got so much. I mean, so ladies and gentlemen, this is Lisa Tobin. Number one, let's make sure we share the love. We go to Amazon. We go look at her book, Elevate Your Vibe. If you are a planner, if you are somebody who needs to plan, because if, let's be honest, if you're listening to this, you're in education and we plan every day, regardless if you like it or not, we plan every day. So definitely, let's take a look at that. And also Lisa Tobin This is her. She, this is her podcast, she's going to bring back. But this is lisa topen.com. Please visit her here on her website and, uh, you know, talk to her, contact her. She's got a lot of things going on. Follow her on Instagram and, you know, check in with her. I know she does little book reviews, she does little Mm -hmm. TikTok stuff and everything else. And, I think you do some healthy eating stuff too, maybe.
1: Yeah, yeah. Every Sunday I do meal planning and uh, grocery hauls on my on my Instagram stories. So You do
0: grocery hauls. So like this is my groceries like <laughs> This
1: is my favorite kind of shopping. <laughs> I love the grocery store. So,
0: no, wait a minute though. Do you go to like I mean, are you a fan of like going to Trader Joe's and stuff? Or you just go okay. to Jewel and just shop correctly? I mean, what's the what's so
1: the- I am um I live in rural in the rural area. Of course. Yeah. So Trader Joe's is about an hour from my house. So I'm an I'm an Aldi girl and I think Aldi is a what is it, a sister store to Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. So I love Aldi. And then Schnooks. But Schnucks,
0: Schnucks is great. I love yes, Schnucks. I love Schnucks. <laughs> I love Schnucks. My last school, we had a Schnucks right down the street. My kids always thought I was swearing at them. I was just like, I bought this at Schnucks. They're like, excuse me. I'm like, yeah, it's Schnucks. It's right around the corner. And they're just like, no, Dad. I'm like, yeah, it's not Jewel. It's Schnucks. So wait, are you you you're in so much of a rural area? You don't have like, do you DoorDash or anything out there? I mean, does would they come? Would they come to you? I mean, would they? You know, like, so, honey, we need a pizza. Well, E-Mos,
1: <laughs> Emos, delivers to my house, and that's the only place that deliver. That's, I mean, that's the only delivery that we have is Emos. <laughs> <laughs> oh so. my god,
0: Emos! That's there's a air. That's is the icy. The like they have like cool like the good drinks and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and I, I know that place. I've been. Reminded of that place. Well, you're
1: you're a thick crust pizza. We're a thin crust pizza.
0: Well, yeah, we're thick. We're deep dish.
1: Yeah, we're thin crust.
0: Yeah, we're deep dish. Well, Missouri, I mean, deep, yeah, we're thin. We're we're deep dish. If you don't have deep dish out here, and I mean, and in, in Missouri, in the rural areas, do you put ketchup on your hot dogs? Yes. See, no, <laughs> no that's a Chicago hot dog. You don't put ketchup. There's oh my gosh,
1: ketchup. man! I load mine up with like sauerkraut and mustard and. <laughs>
0: Well that's that's the thing. You do that, but you don't put and there's no ketchup. If you get a pure Chicago dog, now you can get ketchup, but uh-huh. a pure Chicago dog has no ketchup. It's mustard and all the rest with peppers and loaded up with onions and sauerkraut and everything else. So uh-huh. so I'm just saying that's what you gotta do. But in the rural in the rural areas, I don't know if you're gonna find a lot of hot dog carts out there. No, we don't. Have that to <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen, this is Lisa Tobin. My name is Silas Knowles. This is the Exhausted Educators podcast. Lisa, I do appreciate your time. Thank you so much for sharing your story today, definitely. And thank you for what you do in education. So I was really appreciative.
1: Thank you, Thank you for having me. <laughs>
0: oh, definitely. So ladies and gentlemen, just to show off the awesome new graphic because I love it so much, This is the exhausted educators. Please, guys, do me one favor. If you are listening to me right now, please make sure that you take care of yourself, take the time, and make sure you're well because we need you in the classroom every day.